This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Addison Patterson. Wow. Sounds like something at a poetry slam, Dave. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jayton Alexander with six, crosses over, drives in, drives to the basket, shot is good! 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 And one! Everything happening in the sports world. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I've always had trouble with my hammy, and it's just been, it's kind of chronic. And there's just really nothing I can do about it. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Ready for a big, 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 big night in the great city of Salina, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, it feels like you're pretty upbeat today. Are you feeling good? Well, other than the stock market, I'm feeling great. Well, Steve, just try not to think about it. (laughs) The thing I've been trying to not think about is, well, let me ask you this. I I think I know the answer to this question, but do you know what WebMD is? No. Can you sound it out? Web? W-E-B. MD. Mud. MD. What, what what would that be abbreviation for? Uh, How about a doctor? Yeah. Okay. So a web doctor. Okay. And what you can do on WebMD okay. is you can type in your symptoms. Okay. Let's say you go, man, I'm just not feeling very good today. I got a sore throat. My ears hurt. I think you know what the, it would come up for me. What? Bad hammy. But you go to WebMD and you type it in, and, yeah. and people always joke around that you go, yeah, my, my my wrist is a little sore, my throat hurts, and they go, well, you've got lung cancer. That <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it always will throw out these crazy things and it makes your mind race. Yeah, You're worried about the stock market. I finally saw all the symptoms for the coronavirus. Okay. Do I have them all? I'm worried about me. Oh, okay. I can't sleep at night because my throat has hurt so bad. Okay. I've got a cough. Haven't felt very good for like three weeks. CPAP, the magic word. I think I've got the coronavirus. I that that's just I'm I've convinced myself. I wouldn't now. say that very loud because there'll be a there'll be more MDs swooping down on the radio station. Man, I can't sleep at night. The last like four well, why, nights, why, why I can't, can't sleep. I don't understand why you can't sleep. Well, my throat. It feels like at about. 12.30 when I want to go to bed, mm-hmm. then I get this big knot in my throat, and I can't swallow. And if I can't swallow, I can't sleep. Okay. And so I just lay there until like 3.45, and then enough NyQuil puts me to sleep. There you go. I get put to sleep. Okay. So I've been worried about that. You've been worried about the stock market. And my hammy. Yeah, and that hamstring. Oh, that hamstring. It's been a weird week, man. Yeah, it really has. I've been trying to overcome my virus. Yeah. I mean, you, but at least, you saw me on Sunday. I couldn't speak. Yeah, the nice thing is you don't really have to, you know, do a game until 
Next week. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So you got a little time to get it back. <laughs> I, can, I can overcome the virus. Well, Sunday you slept. Didn't you say you slept till like 1.30 on Sunday? Yeah, because I didn't fall asleep till like 4.30. I just laid there. Well, but that's the normal time, though. 4.30? <laughs> no. 1.30. That's seven hours. That's more than I get. I get about six hours of sleep a night. Sounded more like nine hours to me. No, I don't. I don't do nine hours anymore. I can't. It's not possible. It was great. Anyway, Steve, we're excited for a busy night of basketball tonight in Salina. We'll be checking out some Kansas girls wrestling. Yeah, we're going to make a pit stop at the uh, Tony's Pizza Center, Event Center, and uh, check out the McPherson High girls wrestlers up there and put an appearance in and and check out, see if the Bullpups can make a run, the state championship. The meet goes just one day. Right. So everything will be decided today. I think most, if I remember right, all the brackets have – 12 in them. Right. And there, there were six from each region on right. the qualifier. Right, so, so it's not like it's the big, long, drawn-out 16-person bracket. So it should go pretty, you know, Salina, uh, the event center, you can get a lot of wrestling done in a short period of time because you can get – well, I know when it used to be at the uh, Coliseum, Kansas Coliseum, they'd had nine mats going at one time. So you have to remember all classes are under one umbrella, though. For girls. For girls. And then tomorrow, we're going to go down to Hartman Arena, check out that 5A boys. I can't remember. You were there last year. Do you remember how many mats they had going? Was it six or eight or how many mats? I would like to think eight. I was thinking so, too. I was, I'm and try- then they moved I, all of I them and tra- made it two. I was trying to get a visual of the first day. Or, I'm pretty sure it was eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying four to get... in one corner, yeah. and then some space for all the tables, right. and then four on the other corner. Yeah, and one of them was five A, one of them was six A, right? Because they're combined there, right? But we're looking forward to our trip down to Hartman Arena, Park City, two of our favorite places. Oh Steve, yeah, Steve was too afraid to go last year on the Saturday. Oh, I just the weather was so bad. I, I I was really amazed that they were able to get Saturday in last year, but uh, no, I, it's going to be a fun day. Uh, and then we're after we're going to watch some girls wrestling, and then go to the McPherson College Kansas Wesleyan playoff game. Where last night in Salina, there was a major upset. The Kansas Wesleyan women were ranked number one going into the tournament. They lost to the number eight seed, and that just opens the door to me for Bethany College Swedes to step through. I yep. know, know Ferg's probably pumped. Yeah, if they can beat Sterling on Saturday, the Swedes. I think they'll make the Nationals. That'd be good for them. Yeah, or Buddy Ferg. I'm sure Coach Ferg is listening. He's a loyal listener. Oh, yeah, friend of the show. Well, Steve, speaking of people listening, I don't know if you were able to get out and talk to a lot of people yesterday. I know you're kind of a hermit. and you were, I am. They you were just at home. They and, don't want to talk to me anyway. But I had like 10 people say something to me yesterday okay. about our conversation yesterday. All right. And talking about high school sports and officiating and everything that went on on Tuesday mm-hmm. with the events that happened down in Newton, the events that happened for us down at Augusta. And I was really blown away by the response that I got from a lot of people. We, I went down to Elyria Christian last night to watch the girls play, mm-hmm. and Coach Fields was like, oh, yeah, I was listening and heard you guys talk about that. Oh, yeah. That was- Did they have walking tacos? They had the walking tacos oh, going. Oh, should have gone. But having the conversation of and the thing that people kept saying back was, we've got to do better. And I think that's the thing that I will continue to say with this is we do. everybody's got to do a little bit better to help with official shortages in every sport, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, wrestling. 
I don't know if any track parents get too worked up and get mad at the the starter with the gun. Well, now it's all it's all electronics. So. They they can't really yell at anybody. Yeah, they, yeah it's if it is, you got to yell it at a computer like Blue or whatever it was called when the guy played Jeopardy. What was it? Ken Jennings played a computer. It was called like Blue or something. I can't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, I got a lot of response from that. And I think it was something that really resonated with people yesterday, especially after seeing all of the events from the Newton Salina Central game. They were showing film on some of the TV stations. It's a full-blown investigation now. Keisha's looking into it and... And, uh, oh, what a mess that was. I'm glad we didn't have that kind of problem. Let me ask you this, Steve, and just a hypothetical. How many technicals do you think it would take in a game to have, like, actual punishment? Not saying that Newton should have been, but what kind of craziness would it have to take for actual punishment to happen? I think anything over three. I think I think four more. You got a problem because you get and, four, and the, and I'm gonna you get keep four this, technicals. That tells me you're out of control. I'm going to keep this beyond just high school sports. But let's say the KU Jayhawks, let's say they're playing at Allen Fieldhouse and Coach Self gets two technicals at some point in the game. You've got Marcus Garrett out there. He gets himself one. Yudoka Azabuki gets two or three. Well, I guess he couldn't get three, but two. You throw in Devon Dotson. He gets two. How many do you think it would take for the Big 12 to like suspend people? I, I'm saying, I think it's anything over three. I think three's kind of the magic number. You get to four, that tells me there's going to be, be some action taken with four. Okay. But, yeah, going back to the conversation yesterday, I was just surprised at how many people had something to say about it. Maybe it was because we knew we were going to be talking about what happened down at Augusta and that people would want to listen in and that they were interested to hear Everything that kind of went crazy on Tuesday night, but I'm sure you'll go out into the community today or tomorrow at, at some point. People will say, "Oh yeah, I, I listened to that," or they'll say, "I didn't listen to you, idiots." Well, he doesn't. Li- no, no one listens to me. But anyway, um, as far as that, we watched the replay countless times. Of what? The the play in question down at uh, at, at Augusta. Okay, just want to make sure we the were play, talking about the, the same thing. The play in question, the Seth Madrin foul, and. You watch that, and you have to wonder what in the world were they thinking when they made that call. And then to compound it, the free throw should have never been shot. And I think uh, Coach Kenneman has pretty much been told that, yeah, they they messed it up. So, But that and 25 cents will get you a cup of coffee. It's been interesting. I have the video on my phone. Yeah. And I've probably showed it to 15, 20 people that they've wanted to see it. I'm sure. I'm surprised people didn't want us to post it online, but. But the people that have looked at it, every time they go, oh, no. <laughs> they go, oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that was a nightmare. Yeah. But anyway, we're looking forward to what's going on tonight. We'll be bouncing around Salina. Steve, are you looking forward to seeing some KCAC postseason basketball? It's oh, been a while for you. It's been a while for the, uh, you know, the Bulldog men. Uh, 2014-15 season was the last time. I think they lost to Tabor that year in the first round, but, uh, you know, we talked to Coach Eskelson today. We already taped our Matt College show for tonight, and uh, he's feeling good. He feels like his team has got a, a good draw, and I do too. You know, you look at the KCAC postseason, and there is not a lot of separation to me from one through eight. Even York is the number eight team, but you look at York, 
they were facing elimination like four games in a row. They had to win out like their last four games to make the postseason. They play Ottawa. You know, they'll give Ottawa a good game. But I, I love the matchups in the bottom bracket. Friends and OW, Oklahoma Wesley. Friends has beaten them twice. They have to go to Bartlesville. And Bethel plays Southwestern. All four of those teams are incredibly athletic. And that's why I like the Bulldogs' chances in their side of the bracket. Kansas Wesleyan is like the number 10 in the KCAC in offense, but they're number two in defense. So it's going to come down. If the Bulldogs shoot the ball like they are capable of, they're going to win the game. Because I don't think – if they get in a shootout, I don't think KW has got enough offensive weapons to outscore the Bulldogs because the Bulldogs can pull a lot of points up in a hurry. We've seen it. 114 against Friends. I think there was another game they went over 100 that we saw maybe or maybe not. But they were in the 90s and 80s a lot when we saw them. All right, Steve. You're jumping ahead. I just wanted you to say we're excited. We are We're going to take a break and dive into it a little bit more. All right, we can break it down. We've got a little more analysis we could do. Okay. We can put the Dunkel ratings in there or something. Yeah, there you go. We'll take our first break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, we're excited for some KCAC men's basketball tonight. I know we would have liked to have seen the women playing last night in the quarterfinals as well. And talking with Coach Nichols this morning for our Bulldog Coaches show, I really did think all year long, all you had to do was get into the race. Right. And you never knew what could happen. Get to the dance and who knows. And the Bulldogs finish just one spot shy. And, of course, the team right above them goes and upsets number one. But tonight on the men's side, like you were mentioning earlier, I think there are a lot of really fun games. And I really do enjoy with the KCAC that there is a pretty significant amount of interest from people that live in the towns that the schools are in. Right. I think when it comes to the postseason tournament, people here are excited. People in Salina are excited. People in Lindsborg are excited. I think that that's one thing that makes the KCAC really cool at this time of year. Yeah, it really is. And and it's going to be a great atmosphere. KW will have a great crowd. Um I know when the Bulldogs used to have their real run back in the early 2010s uh, when they were going to Nationals four years in a row, the sports center was just packed. You had a lot of McPherson kids on the team. That's one thing that really helped, but it was a fun team to watch. This has been a fun team to watch, and what I I really hope is the students go tonight because back in the days when they were really good, the students were incredible when Smokey Shivers was playing and the Crawford brothers and Aaron Frazier and Adam Bruner, Jake Reinhardt, you know, the people really turned out. So it, it's really good basketball. And I think one thing that uh, I've really thought about the conference this year, it has been so much more athletic. And one thing about the KCAC, you see a lot of 6'3", 6'2", 6'4", really great shooters and athletes. You don't see a lot of 6'7", 6'8", guys. This is really a league – you know, I mean, you got your 
six seven here, maybe a six eight there, but it's basically a six five and under league. And you see just a lot of tremendous shooting and a lot of high scoring. You don't see many games, you know, like 53, 51, 57, 55. A lot of the games are in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. When I think that for Coach Eskelton and his team, they're kind of the embodiment of that because they are not a big team. I think if you ask them, well, are you guys a defensive team? The answer is probably no. No. But they are a very prolific offensive team. 84 points a game. And when you look at the style of not only college basketball, but the game of basketball in general, the Bulldogs are on that NBA type of trend where when they need to play defense, they will lock it in. But that their focal point is we want to go fast. We want to take as many shots as we can in the game. We want to take as many high percentage shots. And a lot of threes. And a lot of threes and be able to have an opportunity to score more points than the other team, which is the name of the game. Right. And I think that for basketball, maybe in this conference, 10 years ago, five years ago, it was just different. Yeah. And I think the game has changed so much. And the thing that I say a lot too, Steve, is when you watch any level of basketball right now, what is the one thing that stands out to you when you watch that the players today are more confident doing then I guarantee they've ever been confident, more confident in doing before. Taking threes. Man, when you watch a freshman basketball game at the high school level, those dudes jack up shots. Yeah. And they're not bad shots. Yeah. They would be a bad shot for Coach Jay Frazier Old Jay back Frazier. in the day. Yeah. He would say, that's not a good shot. That's right. But those guys are confident. And they might not even be that good of scores. Yeah. And the way that they can confidently shoot those shots. And I think that's the thing you see at the the KCAC level right now and college basketball in general. These players are so confident shooting from three. They take a ton of them, and there are no bad shots anymore, which I think gives them that confidence. And you look at the Bulldogs. They, like you said, they're the embodiment. You look at their starting lineup. Luau Magad is 6'5". He's the tallest guy, but he's about 180 pounds. Fred Watts is 6'3", Delvon Hightower is 6'3", Trevon Shelvin's 5'8", and who am I? Well, Gage McCoy. Now, Gage McCoy is about 6'5", 6'6", but he's also about 175, 80 pounds. So you don't, really, other than Fred Watts, you don't have a guy on the floor that's over about 180 pounds. And then you bring off the bench Dorian Page, who is 5'8", Grant Munson, who's about 6'4", but can jump about 6'8". You know, and I was trying to think who's the other guy. they have forgetting a couple of reserves, but they're all in the you know they're all in the six five and under. And the thing that they all can do, they can all shoot. Is there a prettier shooter that you've seen than Travon Shelvin when that guy's going? Looks pretty good when it leaves his hand. Oh my gosh, I, I have never seen a guy with more perfect rotation on the basketball. And Travon Shelvin, the first time against Kansas Wesleyan for the Bulldogs, he was seven of eleven from three. Not a bad night. Not a bad night. When you look at some of the. Bulldog shooting numbers for this year. The thing that is just crazy, they've taken 807 threes. That's a lot. They've made 262. How many have the Bullpups taken? I know they've played less games, but but on an average... They've I bet played less games. On the, I'm talking I'll on pull the, it up for I'm you. I'm talking on quickly. the average. The Bulldogs, you know... They've played 30 games. The Bullpups have played 20. Right. I'm trying to pull it up for average you here, threes, Steve. But, but the Bulldogs, you know, that's what... How many... Th- Eight eight hundred threes in thirty games is about uh, you know twenty some twenty in the twenties. The Bullpup Boys have taken two hundred and ninety six threes to 
through 20 games, which is 14.8. 809 divided by 30 is 27. Okay. So they're taking about double the threes. And remember, games are longer and all that. Right. But it, it's still a lot of shots. Yeah, a lot of threes. A lot of threes. And that's the way the college game has gone. And that's part of the reason why the major college basketball game, Division One, the shooters haven't been quite as good this year. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why is they're taking a lot of threes and not yeah. making a lot of threes. Well, that's because it's almost impossible to score inside because, you know, it's just it's a wrestling match in the paint. And what have we said all year? The shooter doesn't get protected. No. The shooter is not getting protected anymore. Uh, the way the game is being called in college now, it's like you've got to kind of fight, you know, through the defense to score. And if they hit you, they're going to hit you a little bit. But if they blast you, I mean, they'll call it. But I just feel like, especially in the high school game this year, how many games have we said, man, they are not protecting the shooter? 20. Yeah, every game. Yeah, yeah it's happened in 20 I think games. I've said it about every game. Well, Steve, as we look ahead to tonight, the Bulldogs taking on this Kansas Wesleyan team. I think we mentioned it earlier, but if they win, they would either take on the number one seed, Ottawa, who they just lost two by two and on by, Saturday. And beat by three. And one by three at their place on in January. Or they would play York, who is a team that is playing well. And the first round of the KCAC tournament is weird. It always is. For both men's and women's. It always is. Especially had- for the number one seed, who has already clinched a spot in the postseason or in the national tournament. And that's the thing. The number one seed knows no matter what they do in the tournament, they're going to Nationals. So to me, there's still that little aura that, you know, we're going to play as hard as we can, but we don't really have to. So, you know, it's it's tough to be the number one Swede. See, and I don't the have number the number one Swede. But, yeah, but I don't have the uh, stat in front of me, but I know there's been a lot of years. I can't remember what year they started a tournament. It's been, it's been going about 12 years probably, the postseason tournament, maybe longer than that. But the number one seed and the regular season champion quite often are different. The regular season champion doesn't win the tournament is what I'm saying. Okay, you said the number one seed and the regular season champion are different. And I'm like, well, they're okay, the same. I, okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't following Okay, you, I'm sorry. The regular season champion often does not win the tournament. Okay. I will say that. So the regular season champion and the conference tournament champion right. are different. Correct. There you go. I'm following you now. Yeah, clear as mud. Yeah, we, we got that figured out. But it should be a fun night of basketball inside the maybe arena, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, Salina. Yeah. I really do think that the Bulldogs will bring a lot of fans. And I think that's what now, will make I this see, the best matchup. Now, I don't want to start a rumor, but did I see something the students are going to get in free for Matt College? I thought I saw something about yeah, that. Yeah, I think the Matt College students get in free. Well, the reason they get in for free is that Steve is going to stand at the door and say, come on in. How many? We got We got 50 of you times five. Yeah, here's $250. Five. Try about 12. I think tickets for KCAC postseason, they're pretty high. Yeah, well, then it's going to be a rough night for you then, Steve. <laughs> you better start trading some you got me stocks on that around. Pa- you got that pass list on, don't you? Oh, yeah. No, I think that you're going to start paying well, for the students. we will get to see the godfather of sports riding tonight. Bob Davidson? He is the godfather. Oh, he'll be right. I thought you were talking about Dylan Sherwood. No. <laughs> Similar. Yeah, Bob works for KW now in his retirement. There you go. All right, Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, 
Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, you and I are going to take in a lot of wrestling in the next three days. Yeah. Yes, we are. You want to elaborate on that? State wrestling. You just said, yep, we, yep, we oh, are. We talk, girls state wrestling going on today, one day, and then, of course, tomorrow down at Hartman Arena. McPherson boys, they got seven competitors. Uh, I think they got a couple that really have a great chance, two or three that could make the finals if everything goes their way. Uh, the Bullpups have had a state champion each of the last three years, and they want to keep that streak going. To me, the, the best chance of anybody for the Bullpups you know, I looked at the bracket. I crunched the numbers. I broke it yeah, down. Yeah, you've got a great preview up at midkansasonline.com. To me, Landon France at 195. Yeah. I think he's got the best chance to make the finals. Well, and, he's been number one or number two in the state pretty much all year. Yeah, he's been there. And, and you know, Mason Thrash was second in the regional. But, uh, you know, he's away from Kyle Haas of Mays, who is considered maybe pound for pound the best guy in the state. Hasn't lost a match all year. So, um Rhett Edmondson's got the experience, and uh, you know his. If he if the form holds true, he wrestles a kid from Arc City in the semis. A rest a kid named Tennant, that who he, he wrestled in the state championship re- match two years ago. Right, and then he wrestled in the regional last week and lost in overtime. Rhett Edmondson, you know he's he's got so much experience. This is his last go around in high school. Rhett Edmondson's been wrestling since he was like five years old. He's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience. He's going to call on that, you know, to see if, you know, maybe he can make the state championship match again. You think our guy Jonah Clark is going to be excited too? Jonah Clark, you know he's going to be. He's just excited all the time. I think he's excited about life. Yeah, he is. Great kid. I like the state wrestling tournament because it's very intense. People are intense and at you know, wrestling. You know what I always, I always get a kick out? Every coach looks like they could bench press Hartman Arena. You, yeah. you see every coach walk around. They've all got guns, kind of like the bus. You know, they could just go down and pull up the whole stadium out of its foundation. Ever just coach? You look at Coach Kretzer. You know, he's oh, he's got some guns. He's got some guns. Oh yeah. It's either regular size but jacked. Yeah. Short and stocky but jacked. Yeah. Or really big and still jacked. Oh yeah. It's it's one yeah. of the three. It just looks like every coach you see. He said. I, I, the first thing I always say about every coach, I wonder how good a wrestler he was in high school. I bet. And and the officials, too. You look at some of the officials. Oh, yeah. They're all just ripped. I mean, they're all ripped. I don't look like any. There, there would be no person that would go, are you a wrestling coach? Well, they, they would look at me and say, yeah, that guy's not a wrestling well, coach. Well, you know, my wrestling, it kind of ended when I lost to Cornbread Ned, my friend Cornbread. He kind of kind of like Cornbread Maxwell. Was this in an official wrestling match, or is this, this like in, in your living room? This was in junior high. I but to, was it official? You're in a singlet and I everything. A, I would. I was. Well, we were. We were in gym class. Oh, okay. And we had to wrestle, and Cornbread was like five ten, about 110 pounds. He was all arms and legs, and I was knocking legs and arms all over the place. I said, "Get that out of my face!" I was like four foot two at the time, like 105 pounds. You know, so Cornbread ended my wrestling career. Did he pin you? Oh yeah, he just <laughs> he he. he, he 
He kind of thought he was in WWE or something. He put a leg drop across my throat. And you didn't like that? I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. He knocked me out. Yeah. I, you got knocked out? Almost. But Cornbread was a good dude. So that was the end of Steve that was as a wrestler. Of, yeah, I was kind of an ink spot on the map. Was that the one day? You wrestled one day and it was over? Uh, no, we, we wrestled throughout. and See, we didn't have wrestling in high school until my senior year. And and so we had to do it in gym class. And, of course, there weren't many my size, but uh, yeah, I should true. say my weight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you could go down to the fourth grade and you could I pick could've. up a couple kids. Yeah. Well, I could have gone Yeah, I could have gone down to Riley <laughs> School. Said, hey, hey, little Billy. Yeah. We, we need a 92-pounder. I, I was in the seventh grade, and, and I was about the size of a fourth grader. That's probably about it. Right. little Billy. Yeah. We need somebody to come up here and wrestle cell. Well, I still, you know. For some reason, Odie, Odie Wilson was the gym teacher. Why he put me against Cornbread, I'll never know. I think he was punishing me. I think he knew yeah. that he wanted to get you out of the wrestling real quick. And, and, and you know, Odie was a big-time golfer. Oh, Kansas. Odie, yeah, one o- of our favorites. Odie was a Kansas amateur, state amateur golf champion. Friend of the show. Yeah. Well, Odie's not alive anymore. But Would anyway, have been. Thing about Odie, uh, quick story about Odie. He used to blindfold himself in gym class, and he'd bet kids Cokes. He could make nine out of ten free throws blindfolded. He won a lot of cokes in my junior high gym class. Well, Steve, uh, I'll let you go do that at the roundhouse some at some point next week. I could start, ma- just, I could make nine out of ten if I was shooting on an eight foot goal, or six, or or, or yeah. any, anywhere, or if I was two feet away. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. All right, Steve. Enjoy the rest of your day. Planning on it. All right, wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.